Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. All right, Annie, I know you and I talked a little bit about this, and I have to ask, did I ever send you or did you see the TikTok video, apparently, of kind of like an infomercial that happened in Germany? Uh, I have not seen it. You told me about it briefly, but I have not seen it. So a TikTok uh, user named Teresa Marcho actually found this ad and posted it up and was like, what is this? Essentially, it was like, huh? And it is a TV ad that went through in Germany in 2015, 2016, I think. Um, And it's a picture of a little girl on the porch steps with a little teddy bear. And the German narrator warns about uh, the access, the lack of access to nutritious foods in the U.S. and how uh, costly all of these problematic things that could happen for health. It was for the government and how Germany needs to help. And everybody's like, what is happening? What is happening? And apparently it was a satirical video uh, from a campaign called uh, Share Our Strength. And it was not actually to raise money, but it was more of to raise awareness of the fact that America has a huge issue with food scarcity and how, though it, it, I guess, from the outside, everybody pretends like the U.S. is okay. And though we've been louder and louder, and I say we, uh, a lot of us who have seen some of the things that are happening in the background and how the wage gap, the economic gap is so vast that, yeah, there is a growing number of those who are having a lack of food as if we are a third world country. So I found it fascinating. I needed to tell you and I guess the listeners, and if y'all have more information, this was the little tidbit that I've gotten about this campaign in general. Um, We would love to hear from y'all. But I thought that was really fascinating. And also, I wanted you to react. I'm going to have to send you this video anyway soon. But I wanted uh, to kind of have a discussion about this kind of... And again, this was five years ago, so it's not recent. But this kind Mm -hmm. of information being out there and how, honestly, it's kind of spot on. Right. Yeah, and I know that I've seen pieces like that over the years. Some of them satire and some of them not satire. Yeah. But it is always like... They always go for the shock factor because mm-hmm. most people do think like, oh, I mean, and you know, most people being the people who are fortunate enough to not have to deal with this or don't see it for whatever reason, but uh, they always go for that shock factor of like, this is in your backyard. It's the United States. Uh, right. <sighs> yeah. And honestly, this leads to the reason we're doing today's Monday Mini. Uh, And just to go ahead and put a timestamp, today is November 17th of 2021. And we want to talk a little bit about the pay gap, but we wanted to talk specifically how that has impacted the Indigenous community. And we've had past episodes talking about the devastating pay gap when it comes to gender, race, and overall economic status. But again, we wanted to do a little bit of a deeper look at what is happening with the gender pay gap when it comes to Native and Indigenous women. And y'all, it's been talked about. It's been a thing that's been around. I've seen articles that went dated back to 2000, 2010, 2015, 2016, 2019, 2021. 
And these numbers are not surprising, but it again is something we want to think about and we think it's important to recognize and talk about more often to once again shed a light about it's not uh, it's not a small thing. And though women are have been overall impacted, some other communities have been impacted even more. So before the pandemic, Native and Indigenous women in the U.S. were already making significantly less than anyone else. In fact, in 2019, the research showed that Native women were making 59.7 cents for every dollar a white man makes. That's a 40.3% difference. But the gap can be as large as 53.5% across the different Native communities. It would take an additional nine months for Native women to earn as much as their white male colleagues, and that would be for 2020 alone. Right. And the numbers haven't gotten any better in the last two years, from what we know. Uh, during the pandemic, Native women have continued to be on the front line as essential workers. Um, that's three out of 10 Native women were working on as essential workers at this point in time. And yes, most of these jobs are typically the high stress, critically important positions, but are often most likely the lower paying jobs, such as uh, being in healthcare or administrative services. Right. And when we look at the overall risk for the health of these workers, many times we see even less healthcare coverage or any real assistance financially, emotionally, or physically. And for the families of these Native women, they provide at least 40% of the family's financial support. According to a recent report from the National Women's Law Center, in 2019, quote, nearly 18% of Native American women and 21% of Native American children lived in poverty. And not surprisingly, the pandemic has increased the hardships extensively due to continued loss of jobs and overall unstable economy. And within these numbers, at least 21.5% of Native women aged 65 and older will likely be pushed into poverty as well. And to add to the continued stress, many of the Native communities have been hit harder and hardest by the pandemic. Uh, the virus has spread, quote, among Native Americans at a rate of 3.5 times the rate of white non-Hispanic people. And again, had an overall higher risk of having serious complications before COVID. So most likely will be at high risk of being uh, hospitalized or death. Yeah, um, and there's so much we need to do and change for this continued mishandling and unequal system of wealth. And one of these things include getting exact numbers and data to transparently see what is happening and why we're leaving so many communities behind to fend for themselves in a losing situation. According to NWLC's research, economic data for Native American women are very limited and makes it difficult to see the whole picture when it comes to unemployment rates and overall job statistics. So we've talked about this many a times and we'll continue to talk about it and want to credit the Native workers who have been getting this information as we've gotten it, but the fact that we need a spotlight and give more money and get more research and get a lot more understanding about what is happening in Native communities and how they have been so harshly impacted by this gender pay gap, which affects this community even more so than others. And I know we've harped on it a lot, but until we can find to make equity happen, no one is going to be okay. It's going to harm everyone. 
Just going to put that out there. And, and though, again, we've hit some giant snags when it comes to the Equal Pay Act, as well as the Paycheck Fairness Act, which, by the way, failed in Congress earlier this year, there is some positives coming out, and including the fact the Native American communities make up one of the highest rated vaccinated communities in the U.S. They're not playing. They know. And yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that because hmm, I'm concerned for other communities. Just saying. <laughs> I'm looking at, mm. like, rural Georgia here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my own family. <laughs> and with the recent passing of the infrastructure bill, we should see more assistance for the Native communities, and perhaps we'll be able to see some change uh, because they have been allotted, uh, I think, uh, several billion. I don't know if it's like $1.5 billion in that bill to help their communities through several different things. And again, as we've talked about before, seeing representation within Congress makes a giant difference, including the fact that Secretary Deb Holland is there and stepping up, and Representative Sharice Davis, who has been there for a minute, could continue to work uh, to being a voice for those communities and seeking to make change in all of these complicated situations, which doesn't necessarily have to be this complicated, but you know. Um, so, yeah, we are seeing some change, and let's cross our fingers as this bill has come into uh, being signed recently, <laughs> yeah. and maybe that that will make an impact. Of course, we do want to do a breakdown of this bill because as good as it is, there's a lot of things that makes you raise your eyebrow, and, <laughs> and we know the amount of negotiations that it had to take to even get here, and that means a loss of a lot of other good things that would have been beneficial for this country, but whatevs. So let's hope. Let's hope that this will make a giant change. Yes, yes, and that's definitely something um, we will come back and discuss and something we want to keep an eye on. As always, listeners, if you think there's something we should focus on in, in these segments or if there are any resources you want to shout out, please let us know. You can email us at stephaniamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I've never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've never told you is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 